love you. To the opinionated brother podcast what's your boy divide episode 109 and i just had to vibe out to my girl the queen my auntie in fake life low-key i want her in real life <laughs> to be my auntie uh my mom's low-key favorite singer of all time you know she loved her some mary j blige uh, shout out to the queen it is 25 years since my life has been out first of all i got this tv on like shit ain't Shit is not cat. Wow. And then it don't want to turn off. Okay. Sorry, y'all. I was watching uh, uh, ESPN. Hey, ESPN on there. Had to, didn't even know I had, didn't even know I didn't have the TV movie. But what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Opinion Brother Podcast. You feel me? We vibing up in this bitch. It's a good day. Well, it is a good day, right? However, um, what the hell? Before we get into everything, right? Before we get into everything. What the fuck is going on with Grand Rapids today? Okay. I don't know who put a um, a stick up in Grand Rapids' ass, you know, the weather part. But literally, right now, okay, I'm recording this Sunday, 1232, right? Real time. And I look outside my window this morning, right? Now, when I went to sleep, Saturday night, you know what I'm saying? Got my sleep on, and it was raining, right? Grand Rapids has the wildest weather to me of any place, period, any place. And it's raining, the ground is wet, there's no snow on the ground though, right? No snow on the ground. You wake up this morning in Grand Rapids, if you woke up this morning, amen, you look outside your window and all you see is snow white. I can't make this up, cannot make this up, snow 
white is literally outside my door. And I'm not talking about the fictional characters with the seven doors. No, I'm talking about literally snow sticking to the ground, you know, and it's melting because, you know, it's pretty, it's by Grand Rapids standards, it's warm here. You know what I'm saying? It's like in the 40s, you know, so, so that's really, really warm by Grand Rapids' standards. So it's melting and everything, but bruh, it's like when you, I opened my eyes at six o'clock this morning and, you know, the, you know, it don't, it doesn't get uh, light outside until maybe about like seven, seven thirty. And I'm looking outside my window and I'm, and I, and I see the snow, but it's black, right? Cause it's dark. So I don't see anything. So I'm like, man, is that snow? I'm going back to sleep. That ain't snow. Wake back up in an hour. What's outside my window? So I don't know what the hell is going on because I was supposed to have some guest hosts on the show and I had to literally, we had to talk about like, don't even come out in this shit. I don't, don't even. You know what I'm saying? Like, AK was supposed to come on the show. Like, don't even. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wanted somebody else to come. Don't even. Because <laughs> it just, it is nasty outside. And I hate it. I hate it. This is why I got to move. This is why I have to move. Like, we, what is it? It looked like at least four to five inches of snow hit Grand Rapids. And the crazy thing is, AK literally went to Grand, he told me he went to Kalamazoo. It didn't even snow there. And I'm sitting there like, this is welcome to Grand Rapids. The only place where you can get all six seasons in one day. I'm, I'm trying to tell you. You will get all six seasons in one. and that, Six. I say six because Grand Rapids has two other seasons that we don't even know about. They mix the seasons. Like, you know, you got like spring. You know, you got fall, spring, winter, you know, summer. We don't barely have those. We have like a, 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 a fallish winter. And a springish, no, I'm sorry, a, a fallish winter, and then a winterish spring summer, and then it goes into summer, and then we have summer for like a month, and then goes back into fallish winter. You understand what I'm saying? That's why I told y'all in the beginning of August, like it dropped temps, like like that, like it was dropping temps, man. It was crazy, but you know, everybody that's outside right now, I hope that y'all are getting home on the highways and byways. You know, make sure I noticed. You know, we popping out on Monday, but still, you know what I'm saying? I I know Grand Rapids is not really sorting it down. They they not they not uh you know, they didn't come out as quick as they needed to to sit here and plow the street. Listen, Grand Rapids, love hate relationship for you. This is the hate part. You know what I'm saying? You gotta do better. You gotta do better because when somebody busts their ass, they suing the city. I hope somebody like I don't hope this, but I just if somebody was to slip and fall on some ice that literally workers, the workers of the city did not put down any ice or whatnot, or no salt or whatnot, I'm sorry, no salt or what what, what the hell they put down, gravel and, and dirt and shit, like, I don't, I don't get that, you know what I'm saying, I don't, I don't honestly get that, like, that shit is dumb as hell, why are you putting dirt on, on, on ice, like, I've never seen dirt, like, as much as I've been up here, Seven years I've been up, I've never seen dirt help ice at all. Break it down, you know, melt it, nothing, none of that shit. I think it's more so for the, because it's so slick around this motherfucker, and y'all don't sit here and put salt down and shit like that. Y'all put dirt down so people don't have to sit here and slip and slide. But if you put the salt down, maybe you won't have to slip and slide. <gasps> oh, man. Come on now. You got to do better. You got to do better. I, I get, listen. 
I gave y'all props for getting the, getting the bridge together. You know what I'm saying? So now just make your way. I know it's, it take y'all a minute. You know, it take y'all. I know y'all about 30 years behind the culture. But I need y'all to come on. Come on. Come on with the come on and stop bullshit. That's all I'm saying. You know, because if somebody's been out of control, you know, tomorrow's, you know, on Monday, you know, when the episode come out, if somebody, literally somebody spin out and shit, then they're going to be looking at you. And then you're going to be like, well, it wasn't my, it wasn't my fault. <laughs> what you mean it wasn't your fault? I don't, I don't understand. Um, uh, hold on. Hold on. My grandma is texting me right now. Listen, let me, let me tell y'all about my granny real quick. My granny is the old motherfucking chick. Do you hear me? Listen, now, I didn't ask a lot for Christmas. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I don't, nowadays in my, in my, in, in my mind, I don't need a lot. Nor do I want a lot. Like when I was a kid, I would I would ask so much for Christmas. You know what I'm saying? Like I would ask a lot. Like I would want PS4, Xbox, all that shit. Like I would, and you know, at that time, you know, you, your your parents, you know, your grandparents and your parents want to buy you socks and shit and all that shit. You know, the shit that we at that time didn't want. You know, we didn't want the regular socks and the clothes and shit. We wanted the technology shit. We wanted we wanted the tech shit. You know, what everybody else had. So nowadays, I'm like, you know. Getting older, I really don't need all this technology shit, right? I need the shit that I didn't ask for when I was a kid, you know, or didn't want when I was a kid. So now, I asked my, I asked, I, my grandma was like, what do you want for Christmas? Uh, you know, give me three things. And I was like, okay, cool. I want a Foot Locker gift card. I want a, a Fashion Nova gift card and another gift card to like another clothes, a clothing store. I don't give a damn. I just need clothes and shoes and I'll be straight, like literally. I, I actually want to get a good gym shoe collection together. What should I start with, Nike or Jordan? Well, Jordan is Nike, so I don't know who I should start with, Nike or Adidas. You know who has the better who has the better soles? You know what I'm saying? Like I really want to get a, a my shoe collection together because I, I don't really own a pair of gym shoes for real. Um, so I want to start getting a, my my gym shoe you know, collection together by, you know, late December, early January, you know what I'm saying? And the first pair of gym shoes that I kind of want to buy are the, um, the Jordan 1s. I, I I feel like you can't start off a shoe collection without getting the originals. It just, it just, it, I just feel like you can't start off no collection without getting the original. So I just feel like I need those. And plus those are dope as hell. You know what I'm saying? Those are the classic boys. Those are always the. I have some, uh, a couple clothes that I can fit with them. So I want to start, you know, a, a good collection. So I, I was like, Grandma, just, just give me that. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not asking for, you know, much. It's just that. Just three gift cards. That's all I want. And I told my mom I wanted some luggage, right? Because I'm, I'm getting to the point where I'm traveling a lot, right? And it's not even, in my mind, it's a lot. You know what I'm saying? Um, well, more than what I've been doing. You know what I'm saying? Going to Toronto, Chicago, um, uh, New York, um, uh, Florida, all of that shit, you know, going back home and, you know, traveling from place to place, even in state, like, you know, it, it gets tiresome, you know, and I only had my Adidas gym bag to really have to hold luggage, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to continue holding this thing, this big ass, heavy, like, I will pack my shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, if we go, if me and the bros going on a New York trip, Toronto trip, Chicago trip, we're packing, you know what I'm saying? We making sure we got clothes. And sometimes we don't even wear the clothes because we we be we don't even do what we sometimes say we do. But even still, I'm like, I got this heavy ass Adidas bag on my shoulder. 
You know, you know when you got a heavy ass bag on your shoulder, your shoulder be laying into the side and shit. It start heavy, so you start repositioning it so you can be more comfortable or even put it down so you can hold it. And then when your arm get tired, you do it again. Like, it just, it was just too much. So I asked my mom, I was like, Mom, can you give me a three-piece suitcase? I was like, because I want one. I want, I want the little one for my podcast stuff. So when I travel, you know what I'm saying, I can take that with. She was like, okay, that's what you want? I was like, yeah. That's it? I was like, yes, ma'am. Like, nothing else. Like, I'm good. So my grandma was like, she hit me up last week and was like, yo, you got a package coming. Merry Christmas. And I was like, in my mind, I'm like, wait, what the hell did you give me? In my mind, and, and this is not to sound ungrateful, but I'm like, grandma, what did you give me? I only, I only asked for, for gift cards. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when you, when you, t- it, it was like immediate. I was like, when you t- see this, when you tell your, your parents to do just one thing, one thing, and they don't listen. You see what I'm saying? But, but this is this is how things just I feel so blessed today. I'm, I'm I'm happy. You understand what I'm saying? Because I get this package. And my grandma and my mama are the only two women that send me big ass packages like this. You understand what I'm saying? Like those are the only two women in my life that will that send me packages as big as this because the lady at the front desk was like, Yeah, this is a big ass package. It's kinda heavy. I was like, Oh shit, what the hell did she get me? So take it back upstairs, unpack that bitch. What is in the box? Oh, fucking suitcase not one okay not one but the motherfucking three piece and i lost my mind do you understand what i lost my mind in my room like i lost it i was like (gasps) and shout out to olympia because boy i got it right now in my hand 360 spin do you understand what i'm saying expandable Right, so if I overpack, I got room to zip. You understand what I'm saying? And y'all, this this was just like when I tell you, it looks so nice. It's black. It's all black. It's um, all three pieces are all black. It comes from Olympia. It's so dope. I don't know how much it costs, and I'm not gonna ask for y'all niggas. I love you, but go find out yourself. And I was just so blessed. I was just like, Grandma. She was like, Well, you. Know, I called her. I called her early. Um, about an hour before I did before I'm doing this, and I was like, "My grandma, like, this would, this would like, hey. She was like, "Yeah, you said you wanted a three piece um suitcase set." I was like, "I did, <laughs> I did. I, you're right." I, but I was I wasn't expecting my my grandma to get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, see, my grandma and my mama know how to play. They know how to, they know how to play and shit. They know how to be trivial and play play the games and shit see my grandma sit here and asks me what i want for christmas and then tells my mom right or my mom asks me see what i want for christmas and then tell my grandma and then they sit here and, and work it out between each other you know so you know how parents do be like okay you get this part and then i'll get this part you know fuck them up like that like i wasn't expecting my, i thought my grandma got me something else you understand on top of the gift cards and i'm like no grandma we don't need that you know what I'm like i don't need i I'll appreciate it. Trust me. No, I'll be humble and appreciate it. And I want it. But at the same time, grandma, I don't need it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I, but when, when I opened the box, y'all, it was legit. Like, I was so happy. I was looking at this thing like, oh, my God. Beautiful. You hear me? But listen, I know we just went on a 15-minute just spree of just talking and shit. But that's because, Lowe's, I'm excited. You understand what I'm saying? Because honestly, and this is no shade, 
this is no shade to my form to my collab uh, to the organization that I collaborated with uh, for the last two months. But I am so happy that I'm not in an hour slot anymore. The hour pocket is gone. You get me for as long as you get me. So y'all know this can go from an hour to about three, depending on how I get down and get dirty with the shit that we both talk about. And I needed this. I felt a release. Like, for real, I felt, I felt confined. That's how I felt, right? I felt confined. And now I just feel free again. I feel amazing. I feel like my wings are back and I can fly and shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm never doing that again. Never doing that again. I can't do that again. I cannot do that again. Personally, for me, I can't sit here and just record for an hour. That's not me. I cannot do that. Like, I need to get in depth with things and shit like that. I like to talk. I like to talk about shit. I like to talk shit, right? And a lot of my episodes before we got on uh, the organization's platform was literally, you know, an hour. And I was like, I can't do this. I like to talk. I really, it really, it really made me understand. Like, I love what the fuck I do on this mic. You understand what I'm saying? It made me really understand. I love to talk my shit. And it's amazing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, um, of course, we have a great show for you today. Of course, we have some things on the docket that we need to discuss. Um, one of those things, first of all, is going to be cash down. Um, I need to talk about um, the queen, one of the queens of Detroit for show. Uh, we're going to talk about T.I. on the Red Table Talk. We're going to talk about recreational marijuana um, now being um, sold um, in Michigan now. Uh, we're gonna do a Thanksgiving recap. We're gonna do Dwayne. We're gonna talk about Dwayne Wade. Talk about Megan Thee Stallion. Uh, our MVP of the week. Let's talk about it. Our MVP of the week is Lori Harvey. Oh, 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 oh. Now here's the thing. Okay, Lori Harvey. I told you, Lori. Now, I don't know if I gave you the biggest loser or P Diddy the biggest loser. Oh no, it was, it was definitely Diddy. I gave Diddy the biggest loser of the week when I found out that you that you and him were an quote unquote item. Now, here's the thing. Lori Harvey is getting the MVP of the week because Lori Harvey is playing all of these niggas like a whole ass violin. And it's beautiful. It's fucking beautiful. Cause you as you as as we know, she's 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 been in high profile. Um she's been out with high profile. Um, celebrities such as the Combs, okay, they she's been with the Combs, both the son and the father, right? Then she was with Trey Song, Future, McNeil said, you know, <laughs> Lori Harvey is on his wish list. You know, it <laughs> Lori Harvey is really doing what her dad said in her book. You understand what I'm saying? Like everybody's asking, like, how the fuck is Lord Harvey doing this? And and keeping and is she is she not fucking these niggas? And I really don't believe she is. She's a stingy pussy. Absolutely. She's stingy with her shit. Rightfully so. Cause if I was in Lori Harvey's shoes and had the power that I had, oh man, no, you ain't getting shit. You ain't getting even with me. No, no. You ain't getting the goddamn. If I was Lori, if I was in her, hell no, fuck that. I'm stingy with the pussy. Fuck that. No, no. Oh no. Do you know who I am? <laughs> Seriously, do you know who I am? My dad wrote the blueprint on you, nigga. Like, think about it. Think about it, women. 
Think about it. Every nigga was mad when Steve Harvey wrote Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man. Why? Because Steve Harvey outed every nigga that has been subsequently cheating on their wife literally without them knowing. Okay? Not even just cheating. Literally just sitting here, gave him the blueprint to the game that the men didn't want the women to have. You understand what I'm saying? And they felt like it was a betrayal and shit like that. Here's the thing. If it shouldn't be a fucking betrayal if you if you're if you're literally being faithful to your wife or your woman or whoever you are and whoever you're dating, right? It shouldn't be like that. But a lot of you motherfuckers are unfaithful. Period. That's just that's just point blank period. Right? You're still unfaithful, even after like 10, 15, 20 years of marriage. It's just like now y'all just setting y'all ways and y'all don't want to change. Well, see, here's here's Lori Harvey, who has not who has probably read her father's book twice over and knows how to play the game and is around our age. She's 22. You understand what I'm saying? And what y'all don't understand is what y'all with with men, <laughs> we are very immature. You understand what I'm saying? Good pussy, her ass, and some good titties. You should, that's it for us. We good. We, we good. Nothing in our, all the blood done flowed down to our dangalang, and now it's, hey, come on now. It, it, we ain't even thinking about you. And I think the most Lori Harvey would probably do is maybe give a little head, but probably wouldn't even sit there and give you head till you come. She'll probably give you blue balls. That's, that's how, that's how savage she is. You understand what I'm saying? That's how probably savage she is. I, I don't know for real, right? This is my opinion, but I believe she, she not giving up the pussy, nor it, if she is giving these niggas head, which I really don't believe, if she is doing it, she not making these niggas come. She giving these niggas blue balls. Blue ball. She had a secu- she had security around her at Future Party. You understand what I'm saying? Future said, I, I need you back. Right? Right? I don't know, man. Lori Harvey is doing it right. Lori Harvey is doing she's single, she's young, she she she's very well known, not just because of her father, but because well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, never mind. It is because of her father, sorry. But I mean, still, just off that name, you you making a name for yourself. You she done been in uh what's old girl video from uh Fifth Harmony? You understand what I'm saying? Like she been in her video. And she fine. Lori Harvey is fine as a motherfucker. You understand what I'm saying? She's fine as hell. So I get why so many of y'all celebrities want to get with her. But bruh, she playing y'all like a whole violin and y'all letting her ass. And I mean, if you, hey, if you like it, I love it. It's going to be me. But if you like it, I love it. I see women like Lori Harvey come a dime a dozen. I know exactly how to play them. No, sir. No, sir. That's why I said a lot of y'all motherfuckers let the blood go through right and leave you. Once y'all see a fine woman walking, right, the thought pro- most thought process of a man leaves. The brain goes sh- the blood goes straight from the brain to the dangling. That's what happens. Okay? And your thought process don't even make it doesn't make a difference at that point. Because you're not thinking. You what you thinking, you're not thinking logically. All you thinking about is goddamn she got a bad ass. She fine as hell, I want to pop that shit. That's what you're thinking about. You understand what I'm saying? For me personally. Nah, I'm good. You fine. You understand what I'm saying? Maybe my, you may not make my dick hard, but I'll definitely know that you're fine. But I also have, you know, I have a brain. <laughs> right? 
and I have I actually have logic and you ain't about to play me like you've been playing all these other niggas. No, sir. No, sir. And then them other niggas be like, man, fuck hoes, fuck girls. What, 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 what you mean? Fuck hoes, fuck girls. Oh, you mad because she played you like a fight? She, you mad because she did what you did to all these other women. I be trying to tell y'all, man. It's a lot of these women that be playing y'all niggas like a violin. And y'all let them. Let them like a... Like the damn string you are. <laughs> so shout out to Lori Harvey, man. I had to give her a prep, man. She out, she is out here. And there's a lot of people on Twitter like, how can we get down with this, Lori? How can we be down with this? How can we get... Like, how is she doing this? You will never know. Okay? I told you. There's levels to everything. You understand what I'm saying? She's moving like you could never move. Sorry. Honestly, because y'all still like... First of all, what Lori Harvey is doing is something that y'all are not doing. And that's and that's literally she's not laying in bed with these niggas. You see she... Ain't no... Ain't no... Like, you see the blogs and shit really saying like, Oh, Lori was spotted with this. Lori was spotted with that. Are they dating? Are they dating? Are they dating? Here's my thing. You get you talking like this, you know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. You understand what I'm saying? You know... You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I'm like for real. You know what you're doing. You know how to get. You know how to get the blogs talking. You know how to get the social media talking. You know how to get the right internet people to come up and start talking about you. You know. You don't know. She's not dumb. She's very intelligent, and she knows how to play y'all niggas like a heart violin. Like ridiculous. And y'all letting. So, hey, like I said, Lori, keep doing what you're doing. And if the man like it, hey, I love it. There you go. Um, our biggest loser of the week this week is Mr. Blueface, baby. And, um, <laughs> uh, okay, well, before we get into that, let me just go into the EPNA topic of the week. We're going to be talking about for the uh, second half of the show. I want to give a shout out to the What the Fuck is Going On podcast. Um, out in London, my podcast, Besties Out in London, all my beautiful, uh, the beautiful black queens over there. Shout out to y'all. Because they know I'm about to go in on this topic they was talking about um, on their podcast. So it was a, it was a, they brought a woman on named Rosa who literally um, moved in with her boyfriend or quote unquote with a man after the first date, after their first date. Right now, we're gonna break it out all this, all the context and all that shit. You know what I'm saying in the second half of the show. But I want y'all to ponder that. You know what I'm saying? Like moving in on the first date. Whoa, right? So let's get back to the biggest loser of the week, Blueface. Blueface. Okay. Um, you know, bust down Tatiana. You feel me? Uh, I'm giving him the biggest loser of the week. I was giving him the. I was going to give him the biggest loser of the week. On the simple fact that he came for Young Row, I believe that's his name, um, who was Meek Mill's artist, and, and and he said that he doesn't wear jewelry because um, he needs to get his family right first. You understand what I'm saying? It's not to say he doesn't he he doesn't wear it. He's not wearing it right now because he just got signed. You understand what I'm saying? He just got signed to a to to Meek Mill's label and. You know, with the signing bonus that he has, you got to, you know what I'm saying? He 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 wanted to take care of his family first, which is amazing, brother. Shout out to you. No, no cap. What I don't like about Blueface is because is that Blueface went on uh, the social medias 
and decided that he wanted to sit here and say, well, if you can't sit here and and and, and, and if you sign a contract and you can't get $50,000 worth of a chain and $50,000 so you can put your grandma on dialysis and a hundred grand to get your mama a car, then you shouldn't have signed that deal. Let's keep it real, Blueface. You're signed under Birdman, if I'm not correct, right? Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. He's Birdman's artist, right? He's under cash money, right? That's enough said. That's enough said. I ain't even going to go into much of that. That's enough said. The music industry, the entertainment industry is always a farce. Like, it doesn't have any integrity. It doesn't have any honesty. It doesn't have any of that shit. So whatever you're doing to get your dot, to get your uh, uh, cubic zirconian cr- uh, encrusted jewels and shit like that, my nigga, you need to stay off other people's pages. First of all, I had nothing to do with you. You understand what I'm saying? I know the, I know the, 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 the uh, I know the clout. I know your clout is leaving, right? I know, I know it's, I, I know it's, I know it's dimming down. You understand? Because in reality, really, blueface. In reality, like your cloud is going down, but on social media wise, you know, you're still popping. But in reality, brother, your cloud is leaving. Buzz Down Tatiana was big because of Cardi B. I'm telling you that now. So, uh, because of that, um, and it had a great beat. The beat was dope too, so shout out to the producer. But you're not a great rapper. I don't even think you have great lyrical content. Um, and you have the nerve to sit here and talk about a, a young, another young brother who is doing it his way. And to think, first of all, you don't even know what Meek Mill Pac is looking like for his for his label. So that signing bonus for Young Rogue could have probably been enough to put him, to get his family together. You don't know. Sorry, we don't, you know, a lot of labels don't have what cash money, quote unquote, has. You understand what I'm saying? And see, that's your humble dumbass sitting there being all young and shit and not knowing. You're not, and then you talk about with these chains and shit like that, you need longevity because you made a couple points. You did make a couple points in sitting there saying that, um, uh, what am I saying? You did make a couple points in saying that nowadays you have to appeal to the audience. You understand what I'm saying? Like the like you have to appeal to the culture because you know if they don't like you or if it's not a certain image, then they they're not fucking with you. Which you are right. You are that image. But my brother. You must not have heard J. Cole in his um in his last album, before Dream Chasers and shit, his last solo, where he was talking about a lot of you niggas like you will be on Love and Hip Hop in five years, probably three. Okay? You don't make great music, right? You're just for the social media. You don't. So why are you talking about somebody who's trying to understand longevity? Right. Who's trying to go into a place of longevity. Who are you to sit here and tell this man that you don't even know? And young Rowe even said, why are you speaking on my situation when you don't even know me, brother? Why are you speaking on this? Why you? Who are you? You understand what I'm saying? Blueface. Chill the fuck out. Because just because you got quote-unquote diamond, right, and, and all of that shit, and did you see the little neck, the little neck clamp he had on his damn neck looking like a dumbass, like, I don't get it, you got the nerve to sit here and talk about folks, and how much they getting everything, 50 grand, blah, 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 
But I can guarantee you that you probably signed a one single deal. Let's talk about that. All right? You probably signed a one hit single deal. Because there are deals like that. There are single deals, EP deals, there are album deals, 360 deals. I don't believe. Come on now. You're one of the artists that literally come to the stage and just perform and leave. You understand what I'm saying? And so that transitions into me going in. Let's, of course, we're getting into the show. But then that transitions into me into our next topic of I have a thing with young artists not sitting here and putting the time, the work, and the effort in when you're going to a, a festival or a concert. You understand what I'm saying? Now, of course, I talked about Summer Walker and Ari Lennox um, quitting music and shit like that uh, because Summer has social anxiety and Ari felt away because she didn't win an award and now they're quitting music. Here's the thing, bro. I got a good, reliable source from a person who was at a festival in Las Vegas and literally uh, Summer Walker was supposed to be on stage. She was an hour late to the set. An hour late. And then because your music was fucked up, right? Quote, unquote, because your music was fucked up, you didn't perform for five minutes. I was like, shit, she didn't perform for what? Five minutes? Five minutes. Like, people was mad. Like, what the fuck? And then I've been hearing she doesn't have great stage presence, period. You understand what I'm saying? So here's the thing. To artists like that, to the blue faces, to the summer walkers, to the younger artists nowadays. Do y'all understand there's a thing called rehearsal? There's a thing called practice. There's a thing. Like, y'all really think y'all got it. <laughs> like, I mean, I, and, and, and and don't take this as disrespect. Take this as humbleness. Take this as somebody telling you to sit your ass down and make sure you practice. Telling you to sit down and get, uh, 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 um, Take the lean out the motherfucking equation. Take the drugs out the equation. Take Even take the weed out the equation, nigga. Because are you sitting here rehearsing? Are you sitting here making sure your mind, body, and soul is right? No. All you motherfucking caring about is that check, that money, that bag. And after, after a while, my nigga, that bag is going to run dry. That bag is going to run dry. And all you're going to be doing is sitting there selling back weed again. Come on now. Let's talk for real. A lot of you artists, young artists, whether it's whether it's from the blue faces to the local artists, y'all really believe that y'all have that that, that there should be no practice. First of all, shout out to all of my shout out to all the artists I know that be putting in work in the studio. I know artists that are in the studio as we speak, putting in that work, getting albums out. You understand what I'm saying? Shout out to my boy Fly Young. Right? Man just put out another album. It's going around. It's going around the whole Michigan, the whole Michigan State going to U of M, uh, Western, Eastern, Ferris, and passing out his music. You understand what I'm saying? No, he's not wearing all that jewelry and cars and clothes, but that nigga is in the studio. That nigga is always right. I see that nigga always working. You understand what I'm saying? Instead of commenting on bullshit that don't got nothing to do with you or sitting here saying that you got so much anxiety that you can't even sit here and do shit. Here's the thing. Y'all motherfuckers are sensitive. And this is coming from a sensitive ass nigga. Y'all so sensitive when people sit here and give you constructive. You're an artist. I get it. Same, Same as me. 
But you're never going to grow as an artist if you do not critique or can give or somebody gives you constructive criticism. No, that rap is trash. No, that beat is trash. No, this song is trash. Okay? It's not great. Go back in the booth and write more. You need people like that. Now, I probably don't say it like that, right? But sometimes you probably need to. I'm that blunt. I don't know. You understand what I'm saying? Nah, it's not that great, bro. Mm-mm. It ain't that. So many of y'all want yes men around you. I can't be that. I can't be your yes man. A lot of y'all want yes men around you. Yeah, you can go and just kill it real quick. I know you being sick and everything like that. Like, you get off. How do you, how do you get off a flight? Right? How do you make it into your performance late? Late. No rehearsal, no tea, no nothing. You tire, you jet lag, and you get up on stage and you perform horribly. It's a lot of you younger artists that do this shit and think that shit is okay. And then want to sit here and have an entourage, act like you got it together. Sit down. Sit down. Somebody in in your camp needs to tell you that music ain't for you. Or maybe you need to listen to me. If you've been doing music for the past like five, six, seven years and it ain't happening, it ain't happening. Okay? Like literally five to ten years, if you, it ain't happening. Like another one, Sada Baby, bruh. Come on, this nigga releases a video damn near every day. This nigga got a video for a song that he did probably in the future in 2020. Yes, I'm just saying, this nigga is coming out with music every single day. And I don't even know, I don't even know how long Sada been out. Probably just like like local and mainstream uh, success, probably like two, three years, right? I don't know. Somebody correct me on that. I don't know for real. But I'm just saying, this nigga is consistently working. And he always puts on his Instagram, bro, if you, if it ain't worked for you by this time, you need to choose another lane. Get out. No, you can't rap. No, you can't sing. No, you don't have great stage presence. No, you should not be doing no fucking meet and greets. No, you should not be getting mad because you didn't get nominated for a fucking award and you now you want to quit music. What is wrong with y'all? What is wrong with you? I don't get it. You need to buckle up. You need to buck up. Like, get your shit together. Like, I can I can never understand. Like, I'm I'm I'll be sitting over here in my in my own little world. The shit that I be going through. The shit, the comments that I experience, the people that attack my ass and shit like that. And I know y'all get attacked way more than me because y'all mainstream popularity is way more popular than, than me, period. But the fact of the matter is, my nigga, y'all really let these niggas affect you. Affect your whole day. And as an artist, I get it. But bruh, what they gonna do? Twitter fingers your ass? You mad? You pissed? Man, get out, bro. Take your sensitive ass on. No, seriously. Take your sensitive ass on. And this is coming from one of the most sensitive ass niggas. Anybody can tell you. I'm a crier. I don't mind it. 
But I'm going to let you know how I feel. You feel me? I don't care about showing my emotions. It, it don't bother me. So you're going to get the real. And that's the problem with y'all. Y'all don't know how to take constructive criticism, nor do y'all know how to just say, no, that ain't it. Or maybe I need a change. Hell, maybe you do need to be in music. Hell, maybe you should be in the entertainment. Maybe, maybe, maybe your footing is in the entertainment industry, but it ain't music. For some of y'all, for most of y'all, it ain't music. It's not. Let it go. Let it go. Okay? Just let it go. Let go and let God and find your way. Seriously, God. God damn. And then y'all don't want to put in the work. A lot of y'all want to be Beyonce and Jay-Z and Meek Millie, but y'all don't even want to put in the fucking work. Y'all want to be all these high-profile motherfucking executives. Y'all want to be executives before y'all even do the executive work. How you going to call yourself a CEO when you don't have nothing to CEO? Hello? I'm just saying. Help me understand. I'm just trying to understand. How? How? Help me. Help me. I'm just trying to help me understand. You cannot be a boss if you ain't even putting in the adequate amount of work. You can't be a boss if you ain't putting in even employee work. Okay? What? And then the people around you, if they just mooching and just taking and taking, what the fuck are you doing? But, of course, y'all have yes men around you. Yeah, bro, that shit fire. Yeah, sis, that's all. That's good as fuck. No, that's not great. No, that ain't it. Go back in the booth and try it again. And then, and then if I, listen, and then if I say that in the booth, right, in the, in, the, in the thing, if I say that shit in the studio, everybody look at you like, the fuck is wrong with you? No, nigga, you need somebody to say no to your stupid ass. Because everybody's saying yes to you, and you think that shit is cute. But then when somebody say no to you, then your feelings get hurt. Your feelings get hurt. What your feelings get hurt for? This is the industry that you got into. The entertainment, pop, like, radio, mute, all those. You feel me? Criticism happens every day. And if you don't have the motherfucking muscle nor the fucking back to hold up, when you get not even social media niggas, but reality niggas telling you that your shit is, it needs to be worked on. Yeah, it's not that good. It needs to be worked on. Then take your ass back and work on it. They ain't saying you ain't got shit here. It needs to be worked on. Or maybe if they do say, no, that ain't it. Go back and see what you need to do to make it it. But it's a lot of y'all that's not trying to sit here and hear that because, oh, somebody's trying to come for your artistry. Nobody coming for your fucking artistry, man. We want you to be better. I've gotten better because people have literally said, yo, Todd, this is, yo, Devontae, this, you know what I'm saying? It's good, but let me, you know what I'm saying? I am I am appreciative of all my podcast brothers and sisters that continue to that we continue to have this conversation. You know what I'm saying? Every comment that come through. But the fact of the matter is a lot of y'all, a lot of y'all musicians, younger musicians, do not have that drive. And it's sick. It's really sick to see. Because y'all my y'all around my age, and it's sick to see like my work ethic versus y'all work ethic, and it's not even close. Y'all can have all the followers you want. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I can have all the followers you absolutely have social media on your ass. 
Let them suck all your dick and eat all your pussy. Let them sit here and rave about you. Yeah, all that shit. No, no. I'm going to be the real friend. To tell you your shit is not, is not good. To tell you your shit is trash. To tell you if you need to get your shit together. Okay? And if you don't like that, don't listen. Don't have me as a friend. Or just cut me off completely. That's perfectly fine with me. But I feel like a lot of you young young artists need no men in your fucking kind of... Uh, need a lot of no's in your... Um, in your group. And because you have a lot of yes men that want to make it with you, mm-hmm. we're going we gonna to leave that alone. Uh, let's talk about our Thanksgiving recap, man. So listen, I cooked it for Thanksgiving. Uh, we had a Friendsgiving here. It was amazing. Uh, what do we have? We have, I cooked some Cornish hens. I made greens for the first time, some collard greens. And let me just say, Granny, you will be very proud of me. Um, my collard greens came out slap-tastic. Can't even lie. Can't even lie. Now, I did do a little YouTube, absolutely. And I seen, um, I watched a video about uh, how to make some Southern greens, right? Now, I took, like, what my grandma, what what I seen my grandma do for so long, you know, and then Carter was like, okay, grandma, you know, make sure I clean it right, you know what I'm saying? She, you know, she's giving me the tips and everything. And then I went on YouTube because I'm like, I always want to kind of, like, ex- not experiment, but always try something a little new. You know what I'm saying? And what I'd never seen my grandma do was really just, uh, what was it? She never, when she took the turkey necks or turkey wings, whatever she put in the pot, she didn't just throw the greens in there. You know, she would wash the pot out, I believe. I don't know. I, did she? No, she did. No, she did. My bad. Sorry. Nope. So it was a video where she took the turkey necks or the, uh, the neck bones. She had neck bones in there. She had she took neck bones and you put the, the greens in there. I thought my grandma didn't do that. I thought she just, you know, got a, another pot, put some seasoning up in there. Blah, blah, blah. But no, she did that. So that's what I did. I did everything that my grandma and the video did. You know what I'm saying? Basically. Uh, so clean the greens, cut the stems. Um, and let me tell y'all, excuse me. My house smelled like a whole Thanksgiving feast. It smelled like my grandma's house. Like I was I almost cried because I was like, it really smells like my grandmother's house. Like the turkey, I had, I got some turkey wings because everybody was out of turkey legs, um, turkey legs and necks. Um, so I got me some turkey wings, boiled them, boiled them for an hour while I was uh, cleaning um, the greens. And then once I cleaned the greens, I, um, I tore them up and everything. And uh, throw them up, and what I mean, tear them up, shred them up, of course. And then, um, you know, got them in the got them in the pot. Took the, t- took the turkey wings out the pot, put the greens in the pot with the turkey wing juice. Literally seasoned up the greens and everything. I didn't put a lot of seasoning on there because the turkey wing juice and the turkey wings, bro. The flavor from that meat and that juice, bro. It made. It made the greens. I don't know what the hell was it, what what it was, but I was like, I need to make me another pot like that because that was lit. When I tell you it was lit, like, I was proud of myself. You understand what I'm saying? Like, that was my first time making collard you know, and it was it was amazing. And, um, you know, my friends was like, hell yeah, this is good because, you know, not everybody eat, eat greens, you know what I'm saying? And I wanted to make sure that if I cook for my friends, y'all can eat my food. Now, they've ate my food before and they they love it. You understand what I'm saying? And uh, so, but this was my first time and, you know, you know, they trusted me, you know what I'm saying? And I wanted to make sure I didn't kill them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I didn't. It was so good. We had Cornish hands, greens. Uh, I made spaghetti. 
um, mac and cheese. Uh, well, my, my Chantel made the mac and cheese, um, the salad. She made the salad too. Um, Charles and Savory for cutting up the chicken <laughs> and seasoning the chicken and everything for the salad. And then we had Hawaiian rolls. And Patrick came through with two cheesecakes, so it was it was a lit, it was a lituation. We were definitely full. That was probably I haven't got that full. Honestly, I haven't got that full to the point to the like like to that point in a long time. Even when I cooked last year with my ex, like it wasn't mm-mm. like it was it was hearty. You understand what I'm saying? Like I felt great afterward. Like it was. It was really, really, I slept so much. It was, man, the Thanksgiving feast was great. So I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Um, I know mine was great. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was, it was, it was a stuck, stuck and full. Hallelujah. Um, Let's, now let's get into, excuse me, let's get into uh, Cash Doll real quick. So as y'all know, I was about to talk about Cash Doll so many times, so many times ago last, last week. But um, Cash Doll. Uh, was with Megan Thee Stallion um, on on uh, in Detroit. Megan Thee Stallion was in Detroit and she performed and, you know, she brought on Cash Doll, which was amazing. I love the solidarity that Megan just brings with this, with this new found, like, energy to just, like, love on all, just everybody. You know, she was with it. French Montana when he was in the hospital. She brings out cash style. She's just amazing. Like, we need to protect Megan the Stallion, especially from Nicki Minaj. Here's the thing. Right? Now, this has nothing to do with Megan the Stallion or Nicki Minaj. However, Nicki does get into the cash style conversation because cash style, quote unquote, unfollowed Nicki Minaj because she slid into her DMs and was talking that reckless shit. Right. And then everybody decided that they wanted to blame and uh, or or just degrade Cash Doll for unfollowing Nicki Minaj. First of all, Cash Doll, for me, way better. Right. I love her way, way more than um, Nicki, period. Uh, And that's just that's just biased because I'm from Detroit. And I know a lot of people gonna love Nicki because she's from New York, period. That's just biased. However, the disrespect. What makes you think just because you are quote unquote the queen of this shit, I'm supposed to like what jump on your dick? I bet you that was what Cash Doll was saying. First of all, Cash Doll ain't even the type. She is her own independent woman getting her own. But first of all, she don't need a feature. Probably don't even want a feature. She respected you. And then when everybody sat here and saw her with Cardi, then it was a whole problem. Ah, oh, now nah, she with Cardi. She she team Cardi. First of all. Fuck this team, Cardi team, Nicki Minaj shit, because y'all sound stupid. Y'all sound real dumb. And at the end of the day, like Megan showed y'all, it's about female unity. Because not only was did Megan do a song with Nicki Minaj, you know what I'm saying, or Nicki, right, did a song, or Nicki came on her song. Let's, let's put it like that. You understand what I'm saying? Nicki came on her song, literally... Like, Megan brought out cash, right? Megan has seen, has been seen with Cardi and I be, was a gas. So I don't get, I don't get it. I don't get it. I really don't get it. I don't know. Mm. 
it's just, it's just really stupid to me how a lot of y'all are just, first of all, bashing Cash out because what? She unfollowed Nikki? So the fuck what? I don't care if you P. Diddy or the President of the United States. You started my DMs acting crazy. You getting unfollowed and blocked. I don't give a fuck how much. I don't care about your wealth. I don't care about your celebrities. Like, a lot of us nowadays, our generation really don't give a fuck what you're making. You understand what I'm saying? Respect is respect. Like, that's that's what it is. And if you're not probably, and if you're not giving that respect because you believe niggas need to bow down and kiss your fucking nasty ass toes, nobody give a fuck about you. Niggas is trying to get bags out here. Niggas is trying to get their shit up. And you want to slide in people's DM and act all stupid. What? And then, then, you, then you, here come your barbs acting all crazy and shit like that. Come to the defense of you. Oh, she on. She didn't want to, she didn't follow me on Insta. She unfollowed me. Nobody cared, Nikki. Here's the thing, Nikki. You want to know something? You want to know something crazy? You are not it anymore. Right? There are other women that are the it factor. Hell, Cardi B not really it anymore. It's 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 really about men. It's really about cash. It's really about like people. Well, it was, I was about to say Summer Walker too, but some Summer want to quit. So it's about them. It's about women like that. It's about Dreezy. It's about all of them. You know what I'm saying? It's about women like them. You're not it anymore. Yeah, you had a number one. You had a number one single with somebody, and and you know you you the only female to get a, get on this chart, this chart. That's fine, Nick. That's fine. But what you will not do is act like you still have relevancy, right? You haven't put out anything that makes us ooh. You haven't put out makes a, make anything of us say ah. Like, I told y'all, Hot Girl Summer was, I like, yeah, just saying, wasn't that great, but it was a good song. Straight. Like, if they did a, a, another, like, fee, uh, like, if they did, like, a female rap fatale, like, song or shit like that, I wouldn't put Nicki Minaj on there. She hasn't supported female rappers since, 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 since. And I don't want to hear people talking about, she's been the only one that went. Like if it wasn't for her, you're right. Because if it wasn't for her, this this new generation of rappers would not have been looked at as much by record labels and other uh, industry companies. You understand what I'm saying? So don't, but don't sit here and act like. Uh, let's not sit here and act like these women didn't have talent before Nicki. Like stop that. Because what we're not about to do is sit here and discredit their talent. What I'm saying. Is because of Nikki, the notice of female rap came back on the scene. That doesn't make it, you know, that doesn't mean like she's better than everybody, right? It just means that she made a new wave of rap, of female uh, rappers noticeable again, even probably even more. So shout out to you, Nikki, for that. But your relevancy, hon, is going down. It's going down. Even with Queen Radio, you trying to keep it relevant. Nah. You know? Nah. 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 It's all good, though. Nah. You know? Uh, speaking of uh, Megan Thee Stallion, though, I wonder if her and Moneybag Yo are still together. Because let Megan tell you she done rapped and said she was a, she was a single woman. Let Moneybag Yo tell her he, he went on an interview and said, you know, we good. We still together. So who lied? <laughs> Who really lied? I just I just need to know. You know? 
I'm just saying, Megan went to the uh, American Music Awards looking like a damn Coke bottle and literally rapped. You know, it was like, I'm single. Ain't no ring on my finger. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and then Moneybag Yo said, yo, we still together. Uh, I don't know. Um, it was pretty soon to me that her and, you know, Moneybag Yo was really just getting together that quick. Um, I think her popularity now has literally risen to the point where it's over Moneybag Yo. A lot of, uh, here's the thing. A lot of thug, thug rappers want to get with female, female want to get with women who are very big or becoming big in the industry because they need that foot in the door too. Let's talk about it. You understand what I'm saying? Like, that's just, that's just true. That's just what it is. Period. You need that foot in the door. Just like Sky. Like, I love Sky from Black Ink Crew. Her nigga, though, need a foot in the door. And because Sky has a great, great mainstream, black mainstream presence, you want to use that to your advantage. Which is, I guess, if you, you know, if you work that out, that's cool with everything. But if you coming in just to get this clout, oh, nah, you got to go. You know what I'm saying? But you, hey, to each his own. If you like it, I love it. Couldn't just be me. Um, but I, I don't know. I hope Megan is single, honestly. I can't even hold you. I hope Megan is single. You know, because I, I be thinking she'd be with the baby. You know, her and the baby would be a great couple. I know they're friends. they really good friends. But boy, that would be a good couple. Hey now. And and they rise is so like, you know, they're so parallel to each other. So it just it would just make for a, a great it just makes for some great, great shit. Um Dwayne Wade, right? So everybody was going in on Dwayne Wade because he posted this picture with him and his uh, his family. And it was him, his daughter, Gabrielle, and his son. However, his son had a full set of nails, right? I believe his son is uh, gay. Um, or, you know, expressing his feminine, his feminine traits, but he had a cutoff shirt, I think he had some leggings on or whatever, and he has some, he has some press, some, some great, like, full set nails on, you understand what I'm saying? And, um, this really hurt my heart because a lot of black men was really just going at his head, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? All right, D-Way, like, that's, that's, I don't think that's cool. Here's the thing. That a lot of you motherfuckers will not understand and probably will not get. First of all, a lot of you that are commenting, a lot of the black men that were commenting, a lot of the black grown ass boys that were commenting, don't take care of your kids. I literally shared a, uh, a post on Instagram about Isai Avo literally talking about people, men not taking care of their kids. You understand what I'm saying? Men not taking care of their kids. Black men. Right. Black grown ass men, black grown ass boys not taking care of their kids. But you have the audacity and the oblivious gall and the nerve to sit here and go on somebody else's page and to comment about how this man raises his sons when you don't even raise shit. And I take that literally. You don't even raise shit. You don't raise anything. You got the audacity. First of all, a lot of y'all motherfuckers put it in raw, pop out and then be gone. Right. So who are you? Nobody. You're nobody. You should never be commenting on somebody who you done sat here and, oh, I respect and I love and everything like that. But when, you know what I'm saying? First of all, you don't know how he's dealing with that. Right? And if he had, first of all, that's between him and his son. Him, his son, and his family. Period. And if he loves him, 
For him, that's all that fucking matters. Now, yes, this world is cruel as hell. America, cruel as fuck. If you seen the comments, I was flat. I was, I was so appalled. And these were niggas that you know would comment on D Wade shit and be like, "Bro, you so great and everything." But nigga, who are you? Who are you? You not nobody. You still sing, you still sitting here slinging slinging on the on the corner. But you got the nerve. You still sitting here. Still sitting here in the hood talking about I'm gonna get this done at at D Way's age, and you talking shit. Who the fuck do you think you are? First of all, his son could probably beat your ass, nails or not. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying. And you got the nerve to sit here and just disrespect this man, right? Because it's not for you. It's for him. And it's not even for D-Way. It's for his son. His son is comfortable in his skin. His son is his son is that. You understand what I'm saying? Comfortable. Right? With himself. So if he's comfortable with it, first, stop. Because <laughs> I had to do that smack real quick. Because I had to think about it. The same niggas that go, are at going at D-Way head, Right? Be the same niggas that be sitting here calling niggas gay and shit like that. Be the same niggas that be sucking dick. Y'all know I say this all the time. The same niggas that comment, alright, bro, alright, bro, that, that shit gay. Be the same ones be sucking dick. Really? Smacking niggas on the butt. That ain't gay. Oh, really? You sure? I'm just saying, right? You You can't sit here. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. I'm not saying smacking niggas on the butt ain't gay, right? I'm not saying it is gay, right? But what I'm saying is you cannot sit here and categorize what's gay and what ain't. Don't sit here and do that shit. Black people got to, we have a, we, ooh, we love doing that shit. We love doing that shit. We love to put, well, that's gay, that ain't gay, that's gay, that ain't. Nigga, shut up. Shut up. Because probably what you're doing is, but nobody give a fuck because you're doing it. And it's because it's you. Nobody can. We don't give a fuck. But at the same time, stop commenting on people's lives that don't matter to you. Because you're in a room sucking dick right now. Period. Comment. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> oh, man. It was, just, it was just very sad to see a lot of black men comment on this man's picture. That really, you know, say they respect this man, but you can't even. Mm-mm. I don't like that. I don't like that. We, we're coming into a time where, bruh, it don't even, it, it doesn't matter anymore. Why does it affect you? It doesn't affect you. You do with your kids what you want to do with your kids. Let your kids be who they are. That was the problem with our black community. You think if somebody want to sit here and is being disrespectful or not? No. They're, they're, they're being who they are. Who they rightfully want to be. Okay? You was a gangbanger. He don't want to be that. You're not going to force him to. Not in this day and age. And whether you have a comment about it or not, it shouldn't matter to you. You need to start saying, I like, if they like it, I love it, and move the fuck on. You understand what I'm saying? Respect them. 
If you respect his game so much, respect his family. And don't that recreational marijuana was coming to Michigan, right? The law was passed. It was, it was, it was, it was a unanimous, <laughs> unanimous decision. And um, now um, I was reading this story and I was like, bro, oh, is this real? And it was on clickondetroit.com. And I was like, okay, wait a minute. Uh, Sunday, more than one year after it's approved uh, approved by voters, I think it's a, it. I think it's an it's an historic to sell recreational brand, but um, um, you know he you know he 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 talking about talking about their relationship. Now here's now here's T.I. T.I. looks he looks. Oh now come into my bedroom, money. What I got to make is spend money. Oh nah, long. One more time, and I say, What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Opinionated Brother Podcast uh, with your boy Devontae, episode 109. Second half of the show. Listen, I was just, you know, man, Mary is that shit. Y'all don't even understand Mary is the goat, bruh. Mary is one of the, I don't give a fuck if y'all don't care if she can't sing. She is the ghost. She makes some good music. Well, I'm not going. Listen, if your mama ain't never played, okay, talking to all my black, my black peoples. If your mama ain't never played, I'm not going to cry after she done broke up with her nigga. It wasn't real. It was not real. <laughs> Listen, my mom loved Mary Jay. And it was either when she broke up with her dude, when she broke up with somebody, it would be like, well, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to shed no tears. Oh, I'm not going to cry. I'm not the time. And because you're not worth my tears. Then, then once um, Just Fine came out, it was like, dun, 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 dun. you know what I'm saying? Like she loved like those two songs either got like got her hype and then like you know once he did what he did, you know, I ain't gonna cry, but then just fine, just fine, 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 fine. Oh see I would change my life, my life. Feel so good, dunna when you doing all the things that you wanna do. Uh get the best out of life, treat yourself to something new. Keep your head up high and yourself believe in you, believe in me. Having a really good time. I'm not listen, I, I can go on a Mary I can go on a like people know I love Mary J. Blige. Like my people know I love Miss Mary. But listen, getting off of Mary J right now, we have a topic that I need to literally wrap my motherfucking head head around because I was talking to my friend Chantel and I was having I had to have her talk to, talk to me about this because even she was confused. And I was just like, okay, I wanted to discuss this on the podcast because when I was listening to the What the Fuck is Going On podcast, my podcast besties uh, from London, literally, I'm sitting here listening and I'm just in awe and shocked, appalled, like shook, everything. Now, as y'all know, I want y'all to ponder. Like, I want y'all to ponder the, the thought of moving in with your significant other, you know what I'm saying? Boyfriend, girlfriend, don't matter. Literally moving in with that significant other after the first date, right? Literally, like him or her telling you to go get your shit from your house, mama house, whoever house you're living in, or your home house, and come move in, right? Now, here's the backstory. 
Now, now, like I said, I want to give a shout out to the What the Fuck is Going On podcast uh, out in London. Those are my podcast besties. They love me and I love them back. You understand what I'm saying? I got to get my passport so I can, we can do some collabs or some shit. But I got to get y'all on the show for sure. Uh, in the next in the next coming months and years and shit, but let me get my passport together and we gonna get we gonna get right get tight. Um, here's the thing. So they had an episode, right? And I want to make sure I want to I want to make sure I want to be sure to call it right. I want to um call the episode right. Hold on. Oh man, having a really good time. I'm not okay. It's called leaping for love, right? It's called leaping for love. And what they were talking about was literally, um individuals that have been sitting here you know um literally just you know going and um taking the chances on love right so one of them was like you know um one of the hosts you know in one of the other episodes i believe in correct me if i'm wrong what the fuck (laughs) um i believe one of them literally like moved in or like like moved in with somebody or like rushed it quote unquote with their boyfriend or mate something like that right so they wanted to expand on the topic and they brought in a beautiful woman named rosa right and rosa said that she moved in with her boyfriend after the first day now <laughs> like when i heard it i was like like y'all went on a date and then y'all met so here's the backstory right so her, she she's from Venezuela, right? Shout out to her in Venezuela. All my Venice, all my people from Venezuela who listen to the podcast, shout out to you. Um, but literally, she's from Venezuela and she was talking to a man online. Now, as we know, American culture is not the same over in other countries' cultures. You understand what I'm saying? So I believe at the time she was maybe like 15, 16 while she was talking to this man. Now Mind you, um, I'm, I'm going to get into this, get into his age in a minute, but I just want you to take, keep that in mind. Like, okay, the culture over here and the culture over there are two totally different things. So when we get into this story, I want you to keep that in mind. So, you know, they're talking online and everything, and they were, they were talking online for three years. They never met, right? Never met each other, but they've been talking online for three years, right? And she turned 19 and, you know, he asked her on a date and uh, they went on a date and he's 39. She's 19. He's 39. Like, like, now, like I said, you do not know the culture over in other countries. Now here that shit wouldn't fly. Right. You're 16, you know, talking to a dude who's like 35 over the Internet. It ain't going to fly here. However, it's Venezuela. You don't know what's going on over there. Right. And. Plus, it's way, way, you know, probably like in the, the early 2000s. So it wasn't really regulated, nor would nobody care for real. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, at this point, you know, they went out on a date and she said the date was good and everything. And he asked her to move in. And she moved in and moved in for the next four years of her life. And when I tell you I was flabbergasted at watching and listening to this episode, I was like, you moved it. And even one of the hosts was like, listen, I need a drink. <laughs> and I'm just like, so wait, this is real. So then the ladies of the What the Fuck Going On podcast post another video of a couple, of a gay couple sitting here saying that literally they met on Tinder, right? They met on Tinder um, on, on day one. Day two, they moved in together. Now that shit shook my that shook everything. Because here's the thing, right? 
For me personally, I've met a, I've met some women on Tinder and fucked them like two or three hours after. You understand what I'm saying? And then that's it. Like that's 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 done one one and done. Right? I think the the my most current ex is probably the most rushed I've been. You understand what I'm saying? Especially with Tinder and shit. Right? I think we, you know, we got it in the day that we met and then it was just like sparks from there, but it wasn't like we moved in together like right then and there. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it definitely wasn't that. Like I let her, I think I probably let her move in. I think I probably let her, cause she was moving out of her place, and that, you know, nice guy that I am. Like I think after like three or four months of our relationship, I, I let her stay with me for a minute, and then we broke up, and then she had to go. Period. And um, I'm, 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 I'm thinking like maybe that's a situation, but then I'm like, no, hell no, wait a minute, whoa, whoa, because I've been in situations where listen. It's a tender or bubble or black or whatever, whatever sex, uh, sex app or dating app y'all use, whatever, whatever we use. Dog, it's been it's been situations where we just sit here and we fuck just off of Tinder because literally Tinder was to, the premise of Tinder or what Tinder was supposed to be was just like a I meet somebody, we get it in and then it's gone. You can't say that. Right. You can't say it's a dating app. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would rather go on black people meet or uh, uh, not Ancestry.com, but Black People Meet, or uh, what's the other one? Uh, uh, E-Harmony. Go on those and meet somebody. You understand what I'm saying? Because I know probably those are going to be long-term. But if I go on a dating app, Tinder, Bumble, Black, or whatever, I'm not looking for no goddamn relationship, for real. I'm looking for some draws. Looking for the draws, boo. Looking for the draws. What's up? What's the deal? I, and I know you're looking for it, too. I hate when you go on somebody on somebody's Tinder page and they're like, I'm not looking for, uh, I'm, not, I'm looking for a relationship. I'm not just looking for a one night stand. And get the fuck up off of Tinder. I always said that. I was like, if you're looking for a relationship, you need to go to eHarmony, Black People Meet, you know what I'm saying, Christian Mingle. Like, that's where y'all need to go. <laughs> because these dating apps ain't falling. They trying to hit and go. Okay? Damn near everybody in the dating app is trying to go, like, and go. That's it. And get the fuck out. Like, that's it. You understand what I'm saying? So, when I heard this story of literally... It's, I, I wanted to know if that was a thing. If that's really... A, I was just so flabbergasted. I was like, wait a minute. So, moving in with somebody... Like, they could be a serial... And he even said it. I could have been a serial killer. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know what was going to happen. But day one, you meet on Tinder. Day two, you move in together. I'm not going to. T- I'm not going to say because Chantel literally had to check me. Like I was like, I just don't. Is that law? She was like, you can't. You can't sit here, you know, and 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 really quantify anybody else's love. And I was like, you're right. Check me. You're right. You're right. But then I'm like, mm, you know, like you had to talk. Like, what does that conversation look like? You know, first of all, going back to Rosa, what is like Rosa? I don't think. Three years of talking to somebody, I wouldn't I wouldn't consider that so much as bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, you talk to somebody for three years. Like I said, you don't know the culture over there. You don't know how it is. So, And the relationship lasted for another four years while they were moving in. So it must have been a, a, a decent, good relationship. And she said it was a great relationship. And a lot of people thought that he or she was with him because of his money. She said that man was flat, bro. Not flat. <laughs> All the ladies was like, spill the tea, sis. 
<laughs> but no, it was like, he's not flat broke, but he's broke. You understand what I'm saying? Because she had to help him pay the bills. Right? Mind you, imagine you being 20, 21, and you with like a 40, 41-year-old man or woman, and you helping her pay the bills. You know what I'm saying? Now, like I said, you have to think about the culture over there. She said, like, in Venezuela, the, um, what am I saying? The government determines your job status. And he was well known as a professor, but also a lawyer who went at the head of the government. So because, you know, he he keep his job as a professor, but his lawyer job, which was a side hustle that was bringing in the cash, was being, you know, put on hold because you were going after the government. And like I said, you know, you have to understand other, everybody's culture. Like, our country ain't the same as Venezuela. You understand what I'm saying? So, to think, like, I was like, damn, you had to help that man? And I respect it. You understand what I'm saying? Because it couldn't have been me. <laughs> it wouldn't have been me. Hell no. No, not to not to the T. Absolutely not. You gonna be my sugar mama? No, sir. Don't ask me to pay a bill. Don't ask me to make a meal. None of that. Okay? All I'm here to do is rub your feet, eat your cooch, give you some good dick, and go on by my back. I mean, I mean, go on by my way. That's it. That's it. You understand what I'm saying? Like, uh-uh, 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 no, sir. Okay, but that's not what that was. I'm just telling you what it would be for me. No, sir. Right? But she did say that they have a, they had a great relationship. And I think in her case... I think it's more, a little bit more warranted just because you talk, you had a, you were in constant communication for him with three years. It's not like, you know, in the, in, in the first, in the first day of talking to him, you sat here and, uh, you know, in the first day of talking to him, you sat here and you was, and he said, you know, move in with me. No, y'all talked for about a good three years. And then once y'all got on that first date. You know, he said move in. But even on the first date, I, I don't know. That's a little too quick. But even but hey, hey, teach his own. You like it, I love it. Just couldn't be me, right? Now let's get to this tender thing, right? Let's 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 transfer over because I think this one is a little bit more extreme. Right? I did not like I said before, dating apps nowadays are not for dating. They weren't made for it. Right? Quote unquote, like you got the Christian Mango, they got an app. But they started off online. You understand what I'm saying? Christian Mingles, the black people meet to the world, they started off using the same platform that Twitter and Facebook use, but more in the dating aspect. You understand what I'm saying? They use the social media uh, algorithms and all of that shit and turn it into more of a platform for people to meet each other. You understand what I'm saying? Black people meet black people, really meeting great black people. Christian Mingo, you know what I'm saying? For the for the holier than the dolls and everything like that. And then you got eHarmony for all the white folks looking for, for good, good, solid relationship. You understand what I'm saying? Now, those have apps because they've come up in the world. They've been doing this since, like, I know eHarmony been out since, like, what, 08, 07, some shit like that, right? They they've been having that old man been on the commercial for, for, for the last like ten years, like at least. You know what I'm saying? So and then we've been seeing Christian Mingle, uh uh Christian Mingle and black people meet in a commercial since like the two thousand ten. So they've already had like a foot on the dating, you know, dating internet seat, you know? And you get into the dating apps and shit like that, and hearing that after, literally after, like a day of matching, like 
flabbergasted. You had to sit here and talk for the entire day. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, you had to talk for the entire day. You had to. Like, you had to. I don't know. I don't know. Is it rushing for love? Is it love? If you like it, I love it. It just couldn't be me. Or maybe it could. I don't know. Because I'm so paranoid nowadays. I have my anxiety go up so much that I be, I look at you with the quicker. Nah, bro. Nah, fam. Nah, boo. I'm good. Uh-uh. You might got... Hell to... No, no, no. <laughs> no, sir. No wham, no ham, bam. No turkey or ham. Hell no. I just, mm-mm. it couldn't be me. Like it? If you like it, I love it. But it just couldn't be me. Because it's too many crazy motherfuckers. Especially in my country. Here. You know what I'm saying? It's too, it's, it's, it's some motherfuckers that I know that got catfished over Tinder. That wasn't it. Okay. Niggas have, listen, I've seen the, the other side of the dating app scene. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it's, it is people out there that can probably match. And, you know, they find love after a day, right? Or two or three or whatever. But I just think you have to be a, a have to be more cautious. And this is taking and this is talking from experience. You understand what I'm saying? Like you have to be cautious. You have to. I've never got catfished on it, but I but personally for me, I have to be more cautious. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't know if you're a serial killer. I don't know if you you know what I'm saying? Just trying to, you know, fuck with me. You slip something in my drink. Like, niggas are, niggas do that shit. Like, if you can go on Tinder and be like, send $5 to my cash app and niggas do it, oh, please, stop playing with me. Like, I don't even, I don't know. I don't, it just could not be me. It just couldn't be Tyrone's or Devontae Hicks. Not at all. Not at all. You know, I just, I, I, know, I don't know. Now, we can fuck. We can definitely do that. We can have the sex. You know, because to me, that is what Tinder and all these dating apps are for, right? To get a quickie and bye-bye. But if <laughs> if you're trying to get a relationship, I'm not on here for that. I make it plainly clear. All my shits, I ain't here for it. Don't match with me if you're here for it. I think we'll just be a great cup. Nope. Slide to the left. <laughs> Slide to the left. Slide to the Got to go. Nah, bro. But I, it depends on where you at. You know what I'm saying? And then I don't want people to be just be moving in together just because you just need companionship. Like, you feel like you need love and shit like that. Like, you need companionship. Like, no. First of all, I tell y'all this all the time. We need to, first of all, love ourselves. And I know it's a lot of y'all like, man, I love myself. Do you really? Do you really? Like, for real. Like, do you really? Like, I love me some me. People can tell I love me some me. I'm very conceited and confident about myself, period. You understand what I'm saying? I love me some Tyrons and Devontae Hicks and can't nobody tell me about him but me. You understand what I'm saying? Like, that's how much you got to love yourself before anybody else love you. And I'm, I'm dead ass serious. Like, once you, you got to know your worth as a person, as a human being, as a man, as a woman, period. Like you gotta you gotta love you before anybody else can love you. Like the, the first person to love you was your mama. First of all, the first person to love you, the first entity to love you was God. Hallelujah. Okay. The second person to most likely love you was your mama. 
give you unconditional love. You understand what I'm saying? And then you have to find that love in yourself. Like, start loving yourself. Like, the third person to love you should be yourself. Honestly. Honestly. Like, somewhere in that top five, you should be on it. Right? You should be on it. And I always say, like, you should love yourself. You should love yourself. But, yeah, you should. Because I know unconditional love comes from your mom, you know, depending on the situation or whatnot. But, you know, or depending on whoever your parent is who gives you that love and everything, like, that's, that's the person who loves you unconditionally. So I don't want people to just be getting on these dating apps looking just just to need love or feel like they need to get together because they can't find anything. No, no. Love yourself. And it will come. Trust me. It will come. Okay? But I'm just saying, um, if you like it, I love it. It just couldn't be me. You know? Just couldn't be Tyrone's and Fonte. I'm not matching with nobody on the first day and then... Uh, Moving in with him on the and I mean fully moving with him on the second day. Now you know if if like I said if you being my sugar mama, you know then you know we can we can contractually negotiate what the fuck is going on. You know what I'm saying? But nah, bro, I'm I'm good on that. I like I wanna I wanna make sure that if I move in with you that we solid. Like we we are a couple. We are damn near fiance married. You understand what I'm saying? Like I mm 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 mm. We might get into like moving in early, you know what I'm saying? What's what's moving in too early or what's moving in too late in the after dark show? Because I don't I don't mm-mm, I don't know. I don't know. You know, and this is just coming from experience. I've done this before. So it's just like, mm, you know, I talk about it, you know. But um we are done for the day. Like I said, if you like it, I love it. And um we are done for today. Uh make sure that you are following us on all platforms, Spotify, um, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, tune in. Uh, Overcast, CastBox. You can also listen to our episodes online at my website at www.tyronzahicks.com. That's www.tyronzahicks.com forward slash the opinionated brother. If you would like to donate to the podcast and to the THC family, THC network, um, you can do so at uh, at our website as well. You can just click the donate section. We take any amount. Um, And what else we got going on? This is the last week of finals, right? I know a lot of people are going through uh, finals week, um, the next two weeks, and uh, I'll be completing my finals, you know what I'm saying? And uh, to everybody that's graduating in the next week or two, congratulations on your graduation. Um, Continue to be great, continue to do great things. Uh, I'll be going down to Florida in the next week or two to see my best friend slash manager graduate. And... uh, uh, from UCF, uh, University of Central Florida, which is dope. Um, I believe she's getting two degrees in business administration, in business and sports management. So uh, shout out to Amber. And um, yeah, yeah, that's 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 about it, man. Y'all just make sure y'all just be good. Keep keep riding the wave and um, keep making sure you on that bicycle because in order to keep it balanced, you got to keep moving forward. All right. So I love y'all. I will see y'all on Thursday. And we're going to peace out. Love, peace and hair grease.